Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the uh, Marvel Comics Podcast, a Star Wars episode. That means I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have two books. We would have had three, but it looks like maybe another issue of Darth Vader comes out next week. I don't. It seems like that wouldn't be the case. But weird. even if it doesn't, we're going to push Darth Vader till next week because there's nothing else listed for next week. There's been a delay. We haven't had a show in a little bit here, so there must be some sort of delays. I don't know. I'm not seeing it in the quality of these books, if you ask me, but hey, (laughs) we'll we'll talk about it. We're going to be going into Afra and Star Wars after I tell everybody to go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and then go and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science where you can get a bunch of shows and things and this and early access all of that stuff but here we go it's been a while and now we get into afra star wars dr afra number 31 such a weird issue this, this issue we talked about before that Alyssa wong it, this book has kind of lost its way a bit you end up she mm-hmm. added a ton of characters in this quest to get afra back half of them we barely used and now we have to kind of get rid of them. So to get rid of them, pretty much make Afra a jerk. And that is almost the play yep. here. I laugh because when I'm going through the, the list of people, Ariel Yu, Just Lucky, Magna Tolvin, Eustachia Oka, Corn Afra, Deda Yao, Sonastaros, and Kofan Ferris, I forgot. I, not that I forgot. We kept saying, what's your dad doing? <laughs> Isn't that eye out. patch the whole time? What is he <laughs> buying new eye patches? All the, he, He's just hanging. Luckily, he speaks up here, but she doesn't even make like if you come out of the crap that she came out of and you sit there and you walk into a room and you see your father, you think she would have addressed him like, oh, my God, Dad, what are you doing here? She just comes in. Oh, look at you jerks. I'm like, really? Like, that's your dad. Show some respect. And even just show, like, that you're happy to at least see him. Yeah. Like, maybe say, oh, Dad, like, why are you involved with these bunch of jerks or something? It is very random. She barely met. And then people just step up to talk to her. She'll talk to them. And then they step back. And it's just so just not very good. And I know that a lot of people at this point, the whole Star Wars fandom is kind of divided and what they want and whatnot. But again... If somebody reads this book, they can give all the terms they want. The reason why it's not very good is because of the writing. The writing is not good. The stories meander. They last too long. And even with the idea that it seems like the whole line of Star Wars books made this one the most important one. I mean, it really set up everything in the Hidden Empire almost and all that. It's still not selling. And it's just because there's nothing really to grab you. And I I thought of this even before we get the credits of this one. The idea of, hey, why should I read these books? If somebody came up to me and you, and we've been dealing with it since the beginning of the main books that we deal with. Hey, why should I read these books? Maybe you could give them Darth Vader Mm -hmm. and the Handmaidens. Maybe that might be something to get them involved. but. What are you going to tell them about this book? Or what are you going to say even about 
right now with bounty hunters or Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars that we'll talk about next. Finally, they're out of no space. But even that, oh, get this. They're in this no space trying to get fuel. Nobody's going (laughs) to jump in on that. Now, at the end of this episode and the end of these issues, me and you both said, all right. They're getting to something. They're, they're stopping. Everything seems to be like, okay, we're done with this nonsense. Let's get back to actual Star Wars stuff. So at the end, if I said, well, Afra, she's teaming up with Luke. We don't know why, but, you know, maybe that'll get somebody. Yeah, and maybe. then at, in, the, in the Star Wars book, well, Luke was going to make his new lightsaber and he ended up running. Okay, but up until this point, and I hope that this is a point where we're going to start doing some cool things but overall i think that what we need we've been saying it all along we got to get the return of the jedi we need to get to what comes after that i don't know how long that's going to take if they're going to do things you know during the time period of actual return of the jedi but when they do and if they do get to what comes after i kind of want new books and new creative teams i'm kind of you know i'm kind of getting tired of some of the storytelling of what is going on right now, but we'll see. Yeah, we could we could end up with some bad ones though too, like a. But we needed something to spark. No, it things. needs to be something different for sure. Yeah, you need to do that. Now, again, we like Greg Park, we like Charles Sulanov and Ethan Sachs, but I think Alyssa Wong might need to go pack her bags and get out of here because she's not doing a very good job. And it, it to me, it's even. Like the anchor that's pulling all the books back at points, especially when you had her nonsense set up and really go with all that hidden empire, which wasn't great. I think that also at this point, they've had all these events and each one, none of them have really hit. And I think that people are kind of just tired of this era now, but we'll see. We'll see mm-hmm. what people say. But here we go. Well, maybe though, maybe with uh, Kieran Gillen leaving the X-Men stuff or whatever he's doing, maybe he'll drop, jump back on this. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. I think you just need something to get people inspired to pick up the books again, because I think they're just at a point where it's kind of run its course with this whole setup. Well, even but, like the last couple issues, they got the murder droids back into it, and then they just totally destroyed that. Like, we could have had them back together with that's her. That's the thing. In this book, it really feels like they're grasping at anything that try to make it work. And at the end, it's Luke. I said Luke in this. Now... <laughs> Obviously, I think the biggest thing would be, oh, no, she's teaming up with Darth Vader again. And we'll get to that, I'm sure, because I think they're desperate to get the sales up. But even having Luke in it and on the cover, that really smells of, okay, they're desperate to get some sales because this book is not selling well of the four main ones. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. But here is the deal. It is Star Wars Dr. Afford number 31, written by Alyssa Wong, art by Minkyu Young, colors by Rachel Rosenberg, letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. It's funny, I'm reading this earlier, I'm like, why does it say AC made one? Yeah, ACC made one. And you know what? Should it just be called The Parting Glance, which is on the cover? Yeah, that's on the cover. Why not? All made one. Really? You can't even read it. I know. An uneasy truce between Dr. Afford and the Spark brought the dual... Uh, Inhabited body. I thought it was said inebriated. Inhabited body <laughs> of the archaeologist to the Amaxine station. There, Afra came face to face with Darth Vader. After an intense battle, Afra and the Spark were finally separated. I don't know that it was that intense. With the and it changed. <laughs> Wherever you read it, it was a little different. Mm-hmm. With the good doctor saying goodbye to the locked away spirit of Mural. Now it's time for Dr. Shelley Afra to get her life back on track. 
And so we start off in the Moretti base in Horim, Outer Rim, and you have, you know, after looking in the mirror, look at me. I got that whole mark from the spark. I remember I had the spark eternal. And then says, all right, let's get this over with and walks out into the room where everybody who was there to save her, though some seem to have more to do with it than others. Others got, we said, they just got pushed aside, but they're there. And the big thing ends up being Magna steps up and says, you know, oh, man, you're a jerk. You're telling us that we didn't matter and we did all this. And and everybody just starts fighting. Mm -hmm. Africa, you know, it's like back in the day. With the Fonz, he can't say love. She can't say thank you. She can't love anybody or say that she loves him. That's the whole basis of this. Yeah, She gets pissed off. Everybody's pissed off at her. Finally, her dad steps up. Little Boop. Hey, your friends were worried about you. <laughs> That's what he calls her, Little Boop. I read that like three <laughs> times. I'm like, what the hell? Little Boop. Uh, hey, everybody is worried about Even that, when when he says, Little Boop, why isn't she like, oh, Dad, don't say that. Give us some sort of no connection emotions. here. No, there's none at all because it just seems like, okay, I'm writing the script to get from this point to that point. Everybody's got to get out of here, so I have to just have Afro like, all right, fine, thanks. Thanks for putting your life on the line. I'm out of here. And you end up, Magna gets mad, like, hey, we didn't do it for you. We did it for Sana. And this is bullcrap, and I'm out of here, you know, screw you, and leaves. Storms off. So then you have Afra. oh, no, I did it again. And if you know <laughs> Afra, this does tie into a lot of things going on. Um, but this, there is one line coming up that I laughed at. Yev San is like, all right, go after her and fix things again. And Afra ends up like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, she gets trying to make it like, okay, you know, it's not me, it's her. But she goes mm-hmm. off. And then son, you still owe her an apology. So they go off. So then you end up where she's running. Oh, stupid, the biggest genius I know, and I'm so stupid. As she goes off, you end up having this whole deal of why this was set up, who set, and, and it almost gets to be a joke then. With Sana, this was a desperate thing that they set up to to save Afra and possibly the universe. And now Sana goes, yeah, I kind of got this team together because it was kind of a fun little joke. Because as you end up having Afra run away, you have, oh, man, you know, they're in love. You guys are all in love with each other. And this is crazy. And she's like, yep, it was pretty much for my benefit, all this. And it was pretty Mm -hmm. fun to set up. I'm like, really? Like, that was fun to set up. All that crap that went down, yeah, actually put a lot of people's lives in danger. And now you're just saying, yeah, it was kind of a fun little deal. But even then, you just have Afra go off. They all love each other, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the three of them. And it's funny, too. At the end, you end up having Afra kind of say, hey, Magna told me all about you and her. Like, not really, but you end up with all this where it goes back to before. and. I don't know who this is written for, because if you have been reading Afra all along, like we have, this hasn't been a great story anyway. So you're kind of going there. But readers who just jumped on with Alyssa Long, they're not going to really know or have any sort of oomph with this. They're not going to have the feels. And really, the way it's played out, it just feels like like a writer 101 who just wants to try to tie things up and try to get like 
accurately. Yeah, from seven years ago. Yeah, and I don't think that that many people are really here. I think it's okay. The idea of, oh, man, you just got that information from me and you ran off to Darth Vader. And then Afra says, don't you understand? I had to do that to save you. Like, I had to keep them away. I made sure that you were safe and the rebellion went on because I didn't tell any. But by now, that should have been pretty obvious. But she says that. So it's nice. But again, it's like from so long ago. And now it just feels like, okay, this whole thing was just for this type of moment. It's just not enough. This book is not going forward enough. And the stories aren't that great. And now you're just going to spend an entire issue, hopefully, to just. Hey, let's get done with all this. It's done and let's go forward, which I'm down with. But it didn't really hit me as much as I thought maybe it would have because of just how long it's taken yeah. with this. So you have that going on and the idea of, hey, you know, I, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe and I love the idea. It's like maybe we can get together and we can. But no, I don't think that's going to happen. Let's go. So you end up where then Afro's like, well, I better go to my. You know, other one and goes and tries to do the same thing with Sana. Comes mm-hmm. off really odd. In the meantime, you do end up having Astasia talk to <laughs> talk to Avra's dad, Corin. Says, "Hey, when I get back to the university, I might want you to come and have a guest lecture." All right, yeah. That, that's nothing we're going to see anyway. So whatever. Yes, Maybe there's code for something yeah, else. Yeah, even if it is, we'll never see it because <laughs> these characters are leaving the book. They're not going to be hanging out. Good like, riddance. All of a sudden we have editor's note. We're going back to the university to see this. So you, you have that. Then you end up where Kofan, Ferris, and Detta. This is the best part. And Detta's <laughs> like, hey, Kofan, I think you're pretty cool. So I'm going to yank you by your hair and pull you through to a storage area. And I'm going to kiss up with you, and I think that you're great, and you better make sure the next time we have some sort of craziness, you get me in on it, because, man, let's go, and they go behind closed doors. Yeah, and I'm going to throw you in a room, and and it's time to bang, I guess, is what they did. Yeah. And then as that goes on, you have, it's like right in a row. It's like one of those things that reminds me of, remember when the big thing was to get like high schools, and they do that one camera shot thing where they're running through the halls? And yeah. everybody's dancing around. That's what it seems like. Because then you have just Lucky and Ariel. You, man, young love, right? Yep. Well, let's go. I love where they're like, where should we go now? Well, we know where they're going to Canto Bike because <laughs> that's all they place. do. And finally, here we get, okay, Ronan's dead. <laughs> that damn you have brother. enough money to pay off when Delphus, you can get your damn brother. You know that <laughs> that brother's going to cause more problems. He's not leaving. He'll say he's leaving, but he's not really leaving. No, he's never going to leave. And even so, they'll go from Kanto, they'll go to some other gambling planet. I know they will. Or he'll just gamble wherever they are. He's going to cause them more trouble. I wish at this point you actually did, because we've never really seen his brother. It's just been the reason why you're supposed to think Just Lucky is a good guy, because mm-hmm. he'll keep doing this for his brother. I wish at one point he's just like, I'm done with that jerk. He has caused me so many, but or just you hear. Unfortunately, he's died. Let's go. But I like that solution. Just he's dead. Let's move just on. he's dead. Let's move because boy, he, <laughs> he can't got murdered do anything by, uh, him. for his gambling debts. Yeah, he he ended up where they caught him cheating, and yep. they ended up shooting him in a bar. And like, well, that makes sense. And then even if you wanted to play later, but I think you know some of these characters are skedaddling for good for now. But you could even have a deal where, oh my god, I just found out my brother is alive, and maybe you can get involved with that later. But 
all this is then is to, okay, now that we've gotten everything settled, I think that me and you should be together. And we knew this would happen eventually, but just lucky. And Ariel, you, they start kissing and they start, you know, the whole deal of, hey, I want to give you this ring, but that's the cursed ring. Yep, it is, but let's go. Uh, yeah, you want to marry or something? And then there, there's that. <laughs> so you get done that. Then you end up where a little later you're on the planet and you see, and I'm guessing that's pretty much everybody leaving mm-hmm. in that starship. So there's only Sana and Afro left. And it, it ends up reminding me of Ghost, the idea of I love you, ditto. Like Afra can't say I love you. And Sana needs something more. So they kiss and they like, oh, you know, hey, thanks for saving me. Thanks for getting everybody. I don't bother thanking me, Afra. I love you. You love me? Obviously, you idiot. Then they start kissing. And then the whole thing is, but I'm leaving. Sana goes, I need some time to myself. Like, really? Like, why can you go through that? But it's the idea of you can't say you love me, but. But you love me. That's what she says. But you can't say it back. That's what I thought. Sauna out. Yep. So, yeah. Sauna all this, out. It's like, I, I'm sure there are people listening who are like, but it was nice. You know, it, it was. I okay. mean, there was the third kiss or fourth kiss or something in this. I mean, it's just, yeah. And it's like, now I'm desensitized. Yeah, to you're this desensitized. Stuff. I just want to get in. I'm just happy everybody's leaving. And it does Let's seem like a here. way for them to leave. And it, I guess it's a nice enough way to leave. And it really does. <laughs> Again, if you're going to end up. Doing something with Afra, you got to point out she can't have a relationship. This is something she claims that she's going to try working on it, but again, she's left all alone. And what are you going to do? She, I mean, either you go back to Darth Vader, or maybe you find Luke Skywalker because suddenly, in Numidian Prime, sometime later, and the sometime later is so ambiguous, so that it mm-hmm. makes it like, well, that could happen here. But I do want to point out that in the next cover, at least. Luke has the yellow lightsaber, which we're going to deal with in a minute. So who knows how it will be in the issue. But it looks like I like that Afra showed up, deactivated R2, poor R2, and then kicked him over. Like, I know that usually when he gets hit by something, he falls over like the Jawa deal. But at least prop him back up. I mean, do him a favor. Uh, But it is Afra. Afra's there. She gasses out Luke. And, uh, yeah, you end up where she needs to go on a little adventure with Luke. Uh, we'll have to see. That's always a good way to start an adventure is by gassing the guy you're going with. Yeah, gassing the guy who's kicking over his story. One of the most wanted people in the whole entire universe. But yeah. Everybody's sneaking up on Luke, man. These, everybody's sneaking up on him. No problem. He's not using the force. Well, it's wonky now. Yeah, I like the (laughs) idea that at the end, too, you want to, you, it's an Afro book, right? You're going, you know what her goggles look like and all this. And then at the end, it's like, oh, no, who could that be? It looks like Star-Lord or something. Yeah, who could it be getting Luke Ant-Man. in the Afra book with Afra's goggles on? Like, oh, it's Afra. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then she calls him Farm Boy. I'm like, boy, you, you do know a lot. How but, would she know that? Eh, I guess maybe. I don't know. Word maybe gets around. that's known. There's some weird things that are known and not known. Maybe Vader told him. Yeah, I was going to think, though, but Vader shouldn't really know too much. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> uh, but all in all. Farm Boy. It was okay. It, it gets yeah. everybody out of the book, and you do it in a way that's nice enough for it. You get a... What appears to be a happy ending 
for almost everybody but Afra. That's what you get. I mean, Sana, she has her things going on. She seemed upset. Magna at least got told the true story of what went on so she can go out. That kind of ties up that. But really, Afra's the one who she's unlucky in love. Unlike just lucky, who's unlucky with brothers, that guy. I'd yeah. like it if Ariel use like, listen, I'd marry you, but please don't make your brother the best man. That guy is a piece of crap and has caused them, they, that brother has caused them so much trouble mm-hmm. through the years. But there you go. I even like at one point just to tie a bow on everything. Afro went, I even saw you with the kill bots and you ended up messing them up. I'm like, oh, well, they're they're done. <laughs> It's so weird. Uh, but maybe this could start something new. Maybe we get something exciting. I just don't trust Alyssa Wong at this point to give us anything that great. But Luke does, you know, raise the bar there. So maybe yeah. we'll get it. But what would you give this? Yeah, I'm excited to see what the next issue is. But that, that doesn't affect this score. I would give it a six, but I'm going six and a half because I like the cover. It reminds me of uh, like Bruce Springsteen and, and Little Steven or somebody pushing up against yeah, each other when yeah, they're singing. They're pushing up against each other. It's like <laughs> Slash and Axel Rose. It's like any of those duos. It's just funny to me. They look like they're holding a mic, but I don't know. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it a six. <laughs> That's with the cover. Yeah, it's uh, a real it's, six. It's okay. It's, a solid it's really six. there's just not that much going on. But if we say this, we're here. I think that you might agree with me that if we weren't doing this podcast. We would have stopped reading this book a bit ago. You know, you end up where it's just not been great. So if you have been liking what's been going on and you like that whole relationship deal, because it does center a lot on that, you'd probably like this more than us. Uh, You know, and the art's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's consistent for this book. It's never, you know, it's not the greatest thing, but it's. What we associate with this, which is good. It's been the same artist for the most part, 95%. I like that you have like a, a, a pullout. Like pinup of Sana and Afro, like you would put that on your wall. That yeah, with no dialogue on it or anything. I like Sana too. I, I still like her. Her solo book is is very bad, but this yeah, uh, it's not good. I wanted just Sana of all general. of them. Sana could have stayed. I yeah. wouldn't have minded Sana because also her connection to Han Solo and yep. all that. But I think that might be one of the reasons she's got to get out of there because it's too much of a connection. So that when we get towards saving, you know, deal. You'd wonder why Sana wasn't involved. And I, I don't know. At this point, would you, would you, I guess people would be upset. I was going to say, would you be upset if they kind of tweaked a little of Return of the Jedi? Like we did see that Sana was there in Jabba's Palace. She just didn't get that involved. She was there with like Lando. They can. Yeah, why not? You know, How would maybe you know? they could now. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. She's in the background somewhere off camera. I did see an article the other day that was actually. Saying, I'm kind of asking something that we've asked before the idea of why there isn't an Afra show or why there isn't more with Afra in the, you know, the cinematic deal and even a cartoon or something I think would be really cool. But they just, I guess, I don't know. I don't know why there isn't, but there was an article. It made me laugh because we've been talking about that for a while. Yeah, but, ready for that one. Uh, we'll move on to Star Wars. Star Wars number 34, written by Charles Sewell, art by Medibic. Musa Bekoff, and <laughs> there's some weird art things in this book. It's not bad overall, but there's some really odd things. I sent you a picture of Luke. Luke suddenly looks like he's in an anime at one point. He almost looks like even a Speed Racer era, like anime cartoon type mm-hmm. deal. It threw me off, but it's okay. Colors by Rachel Rosenberg, letters by Clayton Cowles. 
a fractured alliance in a desperate battle with the kill droids. Luke and I hate what that we call the others, the kill droids, too. Luke and the rebel heroes managed to get the path engine back to the long beam. But Luke's hand and lightsaber were crushed by one of the monstrous droids in the process. And this is what I was talking about. Somebody's like, man, is, is the stores book cool? What's going on? I'm like, get this. Luke battled the kill droids to get the path engine back to the long beam. I'd be like, what the heck are you trying I, to? I, I never even heard of the long beam unless I'm missing something. Was that I the name that of the ship? That was the ship, yeah. Okay. I, they think I'm triggering, you know, some sleeper agents with a little help from Lobot <laughs> and the Keserat colony. The rebels were able to use the path engine to get out of no space and offered to bring members of the colony along with them. Having made their way out of no space, Luke now faces the reality that he's going to need to face Darth Vader again in the future, and he's going to need a new lightsaber. No mention of the new hand that he got, but hey, we'll go with that. We just He got his <laughs> hand fixed. We're going to go for it. I don't know what Charles Sewell did. I swear to God, he wrote the first four pages, then went on vacation. Came back and forgot he read the wrote the first four pages and didn't reread them because Luke repeats himself a couple times about the Kyber crystal. He's reading his textbooks. You said this ancient text at one point <laughs> has like, "Hey, for more of that, go and see this." And what? <laughs> like it sounded so odd. It, it feels like an editor's note in an ancient text to make you have to go and buy. Side issues of this Encyclopedia Britannica Right? It's so weird But he's there and we talked about This up and I even said last issue That I thought that okay he's gonna Go and find a kyber crystal and He's gotta end up doing the idea with The different colors he ends up getting green Which I think is the protector deal And that's cool but He starts talking about that He's looking at the text looks pretty cool There's no way that book would have color in there I know, there it is, it's like written in, you know the red's blood, but I don't know, I don't want to even guess what the yellow is. <laughs> so you end up where they're, he's like, hey look, here's my Jedi text with a section about kyber crystals, but it's all philosophy. Oh man, talks about how young Jedi end up going and getting the crystal that makes sense to them, and they feel one with the lightsaber. But I haven't had that R2, because that wasn't my lightsaber before, or even the one I have now. These aren't really mine. I'm not connected. I just use it as a tool, and plus mine's all screwed up, and it doesn't work well. The kyber crystals crack, and it's fritzing out. Oh, sorry, R2. I almost sliced you in half. R2 gets <laughs> mad at this one point, and we thought, well, maybe the sparks that are coming out of that, though, I'm telling you, I think that Luke should use this as a way to be like, Look at how kick butt my lightsaber is. It shoots sparks everywhere. Wasn't it Kylo looks like Ren's Kylo's. like that? Yeah. yeah. Kylo has the like those exhaust ports for some reason, but it does look like that. But it it does, he says, it cuts out right when I need it to but eh, have we I mean we see that it's sparking and stuff like that. It kind of fails at the end in the last yeah, battle or whatever. Yeah. And and even that when he's like, sorry about that R2, but it just is there that he needs to get a new one. So then he's, he even says, usually go to Ilum, but you know, that's where we went before R2, after Cloud City, and we didn't find crap. So then he goes and he's doing his thing. Leia comes in. Hey, what's up, Luke? What's going on? Well, and he starts repeating things. He's like, well, I have to get going. I need to find, you know, Kyber Crystal, all this. The force isn't working well with me. But hey, you know what? I would go to Ilum, but we've already been there, and it's imperial. He just keeps repeating himself in this. He also mentions at one point, 
I guess that Ben and Yoda didn't say anything about making a lightsaber because I already had one. But that doesn't make sense because you're supposed to end up. I he should actually just say, I didn't finish my training. Like yeah. when you get your training there, at one point they would have sent him to do this. Yeah. But there's other things involved too. I mean, it's it's not as easy. The ancient text really isn't going to go into the idea that. Right now, if you go to find a kyber crystal, you will get your butt thrown into Imperial Jail. Yeah, they didn't predict that. Yeah, that's some problems there. I think that maybe Yoda and Obi-Wan were uh, kind of down with the idea that you just don't send a kid out at one point. And remember, when this is going on, for the most part, he ended up him leaving. He just said, I got to go save my friends. I got to go get them sayonara suckers when they said not to, and he left. So... I don't know. He's he's not blaming a lot on himself here, but yeah. you know, Luke. He he ends up whining a lot, but you end up where he decides that where they're going to go to is Crostophsis, where again the, there's an imperial presence, but not a real heavy one. It's an imperial planet, but they don't really hang out there. But still, he's showing up in the next wing. He's got to go outside this town. This is where you start getting coincidences going because he oh, ends man. up outside this one mining colony. This planet. Seems to be down with the mining. It's not like Ilum, but they do have stuff. It looks like it's just one big crystal, this whole thing. And you would think there's a bunch of mines, but he ends up in this one village. They have to hoof it. And when they get to the village, you know, Luke says, hey, I can't really have this lightsaber. Even though all around he's dressed exactly like a Jedi. I mean, really? I know that everybody can go around in robes and things like that, but he really is seemingly playing the part. But he gives the lightsaber. 2R2 says that it's fritzing out anyway Goes into the bar and he starts Doing it I love the idea Where Luke like How long since he's been On Tatooine I guess he probably learned A little bit of the negotiation Skills from Uncle you know Uncle Owen when he would talk to the Jawas but I laugh at the idea that He's not very smooth Like he gets right to Exactly like huh Looking for some under you know some things that people don't usually buy you know the stuff on the black market he's like really upfront plus he's eating spiders but you said you ordered a water yeah he got a water i actually thought did, did you think of the idea just think of this he orders water they're at a bar i thought it was gonna be the most expensive the thing bartender starts making fun of him to luke this would be such an extravagance yeah this beer guy, would be cheaper yeah, this guy grew up on a dew farm yeah. where they, they got like a drop of things. He's like, all that nonsense, blue milk crap. I'm, and yeah. I think that he would almost think this is the most, this is like, oh my God, a glass of water and, and cold. I mean, Clear imagine too. the amount. Do you think he ever had a cold glass of water that size anytime while he was growing up? There's Not no well, maybe way. on his birthday. I don't, but would it be cold? I think <laughs> no. it'd still be hot as anything. So he's, I think that he's ordering what he thinks is the most expensive thing in the place. Yeah. The guy makes fun of him. And he should have said, oh, you know, don't mind me. I'm from Tatooine. You know how it is? And the guy's like, man, you get sand in every crack. But he's eating. <laughs> Look at him eat, too. He's very proper with his eating. I like where he's cutting everything up. Don't, I, would, I would starve before I ate that. I don't care who I am. Who you are? What's the other nonsense on the right? Pota- fr- French like fries potato. or something? It's like potatoes with guts on them and, and fried spider. 
the thing too is in this you think that luke it's not like he's hurting for food i don't think that they're starving and yet he's like that sounds great they got the special two-pronged fork too they don't even use the three no, no, it's I'm surprised they don't have a spork in there. <laughs> Look at it. It's, it is. It's like one of those things that you like get a steak and flip it with. Yeah. Holy moly, he's drinking water. He's eating spiders. You do see one guy on the side watching him. Super sus. Yeah. So you have him there and this guy's like, all right. And you don't really get. I wish that you played it out that he's so naive because of being from tattooing and all that, that. He doesn't realize how crazy what he's doing is and that. But the guy seems on the up and up. Yeah. You know, the guy's talking, you know, maybe you start off the conversation with, hey, what happened to that other horn of yours? One horn. <laughs> maybe that'd be a sensitive subject to him. But he's like, hey, I know what you want. You want the real good stuff. You want the Kybra. And just as he says it, the guy gets blasted. I thought, oh, no, stormtroopers, they, they've come. Now we end up getting the. Actually, the introduction to a character, Greta, right? You have Greta show up. She probably says, how dare dare you you at one point (laughs) to him. But she kills everybody in the whole place. I mean, I would expect at least one person was just here having a beer. Yeah. But she ends up saying at the end, it's almost like the idea where you have some of those books and comics for uh, the Mos Eisley Cantina. Not one person was there just to drink. Everybody had some... uh, Sus stuff going on. Every single person. Yeah, everyone. Uh, but you end up, she knows it's Luke. She ends up where, you know, she kills them all. And then, hey, you know, I'm not trying to hurt anybody or at least hurt you. They were going to kill you. They were going to take you. They were going to turn you into the Empire. That's what they do. They are sus. Anybody who asks for Kyber, they're on the lookout and the, they get paid. And you mentioned the deal where, okay, Greta, that's fine and dandy. But when is Luke going to say, like, did you save anybody else? Like, why did you wait? She says, I've been waiting for a Jedi. You are a Jedi because I'm on the dark web. And we're talking all sorts of crap there. So I've been waiting. So to know all this and wait, she's probably just sitting there like, up there goes another person. Not a Jedi, though, and not Luke Skywalker, so I don't care. That's what I think Luke should be more upset about. Why didn't you stop this before? And then maybe just hang and wait for me. I, I don't know. It Not just, only that, but her spending years in that bar with those people, she would have developed relationships with them. Yeah, and she, she just, just cold-blooded and murdered them. She just murders them. And <laughs> then she says, you know, come with me because I know where the Kyber crystals are. I know somebody who can help you. And Luke just keeps going on and on. No, you're a murderer. No, you're a jerk. No, you're a murderer. And then when you go out, it's like, all right, well, I guess I got to go with her. She has a speeder. And he just decides, like, okay, I guess I'm going to go. But then says to R2, listen, if I don't come back in this amount of time, go get the others. Tell them where I am. Too late for you then, Luke. And also, you're going off on a speeder. Who knows where you would be before those days go by and and R2 gets a hold of somebody. But R2 ends up there. He's He's got the lightsaber, all that stuff going on. He actually gave Luke the lightsaber, but R2's just hanging. And they go off. And so they're talking that they have to find a man named Cueta. And he's a doctor. He knows all about, he's a professor. He knows all about the Kyber crystals. He'll be able to help you out. This is the greatest guy. It is the next step for Luke to maybe get things going. And when they go, they just end up getting attacked by a monster that ends up making them wreck the speeder. You have Greta go flying off. Luke ends up, and she's so into this, like, okay, you can 
save us. You're mm-hmm. a Jedi. Use your lightsaber. Use the Force. Lightsaber's not working. The Force fritzes out on him all the time. And he goes to do it as this monster's eating the speeder. And he ends up where all of a sudden there's a big explosion because he just says, run. She starts running. And then he does stop to try to calm the mo- She says you can't do it. So maybe she even knows more about this sort of monster. Maybe. I don't know. It seemed well, weird. But if you're a local that lives on this planet, you would know to avoid these monsters. It's yeah, not like I guess it just pops up. And I, I don't uh, even know what they're even playing with her. And so you end up, this thing blows up, and that's Dr. Cueta. They don't really say it, but that's him. Blows it up in one shot. Yeah, blows it up and says, hey. Come uh, with me if you want to live. Can I yeah, Can I have your lightsaber? <laughs> now, earlier, the reason why you have Greta say that she wants to help Luke is because she owes him a favor because he blew up the Death Star. Her whole family, all her people were destroyed by the Imperials, and she wanted the Death Star to blow up and have everybody on it die. And Luke did it. He says, whoa, 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 I didn't mean to do it for you, like, obviously. And she's like, no, no, I don't care. You did what I couldn't, and so I owe you a favor, so I'll help you out. I don't know. And in the end of the Afra deal, teaming up with Luke, it would have been kind of a cool way to kind of get these two books together if this might have been Afra that or she Afra's ended up with him. Like she, or she was trying to find. I know that the whole thing is we got to go do this. Maybe she wanted to find some kyber crystals as well. I, I don't know. But if I was going to go to anybody in the Star Wars universe, I probably would go to Afra if I needed to find some kyber crystals. I probably would think that she would know. Not that they have a connection, but still. But at the end, it's okay. Did you notice it's supposed to look like Darth Vader coming out of the smoke? And then this guy's got a whole necklace full of kyber crystals. It'd be funny. It's like, which one do you want? He, it's almost like the guy selling watches in his... French comb. <laughs> he should have opened up his his, uh, his vest. Cabot crystals, it. all right. And he's got it. Looks like that's great and uses it, but it was Some of them are knockoffs. Yeah. That'd <laughs> be the best. He would fall for it, too. Oh, yeah. He'd just grab it and run off. Oh, my. I got all sorts of colors. Yeah. This, I don't know. I'll take one of each. You do have next up where Luke, like, he's going to town. He's got a red and a green saber suddenly. And, ooh, he's got a pick, but yeah, I think that green one is obviously going to be his deal, uh, but we'll have to check it out. So, yeah, it's okay. It's just a lot of its force, but it, it feels, I like it better than no space. It's just there's a lot of wacky things going on with, with Greta killing everybody in that bar. Just seemed really, really over the top. <laughs> like, she couldn't just come and grab Luke before he walked in. <laughs> just yeah. say, listen, just this intercept is a trap. Him before he gets in. I know that you're here for kyber crystals. I know a guy can get it. If you go in there, they will throw you in jail. This is a setup. Even that, like, maybe you needed Luke to go to, like, one place before mm-hmm. going here for them to say, oh, you want kyber crystals. You got to go to this bar in this town. They're not, and that's the setup. You've already yeah. been set up. And then she stops him. He just randomly shows up in this one place and says, well, this looks good. Let's go and have a drink. Let's have some cold, refreshing water and some spider. And then I'll just whisper to the guy and boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden it happens. It's a little too forced. Yeah, she could have been in the background following her in the shadows and then following him and then and then stopped him before the, the homicide started. And then maybe they can go in and maybe take care of these people or stop it. Maybe you could even have Luke go in and save somebody who's almost, you know, just about to get captured as well. But eh, she just comes in guns ablaze them for this one time. Off they go. So we'll see how it goes. What would you give it? 
I'd give this one a solid seven, I think. I'm seven. Seven yeah. out of ten. It's okay, but it starts out something new. We're hanging with Luke. That's cool. I mean, really, a lot of the stuff with, like, Leia, not Lando, because Lando eventually, is, I keep saying it, but he's got to go off to Jabba's palace, and maybe we'll see the beginnings of that. But Leia, it's a lot of administration stuff now. I mean, we just had a story about her trying to find fuel. And so when we get to it, it's, you know, either you're going to be like, oh, no, the Empire found out where the fleet is. we got to move here. Or, man, we don't have enough people or supplies. It may not be the greatest of, you know, stories. So mm-hmm. I like Luke. That's the big thing. How does he get from Empire to being a Jedi and Return of the Jedi like he is? That's very interesting. And we're seeing this with him getting a saber and stuff. So we'll deal with that. So I'm down. Seven out of ten. Yeah, these were okay. But hey, everybody, thanks for uh, listening. Please go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you on back. Go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, our Patreon, Patreon.com slash WeirdScience, and then even our YouTube channel, Weird Science Comics. All these will be in the show notes. So that is it. Thanks, Matt, for joining me. Thanks, yep. everybody, for listening. And we'll talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.